So the future is bright and vista. Man, the future is so bright. The diversity that we have here, although it might seem a little tense at times, uh, you've, you've heard that as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Yeah. It's hard to sharpen iron. you got to mm-hmm. chink away at it to sharpen it up. Yeah. And that's what we're doing in Vista is we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of old ways of thinking, a mm-hmm. lot of new ways of thinking, and then kind of a lot of us in the middle that are just trying to mesh both of them to provide the best Vista. I love and it. I think what you see is what you're getting, and people are liking it. Same business, different day. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Same Business Different Day podcast season five. I am your host, Zeke Corley, one-on-one with the man that put this show on the map. Uh-huh. Our first episode release ever was on October 28, 2020. Dang. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. It's full of gems. Now, this man has kept it consistent with me every single day since I met him. Back then, I called him Clean Joe Green. Mm. Now, we could call him Lean Joe Green now, (laughs) but I think I got a better nickname for this episode. You all know the moniker Gentleman Jack. Today, we're talking to Genuine Joe. Mm. <laughs> Joe Green is in the house. What's up, my friend? I like it. What's up, Zeke? Thanks so much for having me, man. man really appreciate please, it, man. I, anytime I get to talk to you, man, it's all good. Yeah, now, it's we good. just got a microphone in between. Hey, it's good to talk to you, but to like get to see you, like right so right much right good look on this side of that table, keep the smile on. All right, back to that lean Joe Green, man. You really, you look a lot different than that day when we recorded back then. Hey, I got to renew my vows on my 25th wedding anniversary, so I plan on fitting into a skinny suit with some slim fit pants, like they make the kids do these days. I love it. I love it, man. Um, So you remember that first episode? You remember when we recorded? I do remember when we recorded. Pops was here. Pops was here. Yeah, and he had a sidekick. Alyssa. Alyssa, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just me and you today. Uh, We good. good. (laughs) 18, baby, let's go. Hey, Pops, if you're listening, you are definitely A++ team. We can't afford you. There's budget constraints. (laughs) Exactly. Now, But see, Pops would have just had you in here pressuring you to run for mayor again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sparing me that. I appreciate you. Um, so some of the things that I remember from that episode, right? Yes, sir. Um, one of the one of my favorite things that you kept, you know, pointing back to was work ethic. Yeah. You know, you learn that from your mom, mm-hmm. you know, um, and your stepdad. Yeah. You know, and um, another one that I thought was really important. Actually, let me give you one of these quotes. Because you dropped a few of them in there, right? Go it's ahead. not magic, it's numbers, and the numbers don't lie. Right, it's not magic, it's math, baby. It's thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, you know, one of the other things that you brought up, I, I listened to the episode again this morning, right? Oh. Um, and one of the things that you brought up was that back when you were growing up, they weren't, like, diagnosing ADHD, mm. right? Yeah. And nowadays, you know, there's there's so much more conversation around it. My son has been diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's different ways that people approach mm-hmm. it. and But the mental health conversation is actually happening. Yes. You know, it's important, right? Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to tell you what. Uh, 
you know, at that point in time, I wasn't actually diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah, you sounded to be self-diagnosed. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, since then, I've really opened up with my doctor because of the mental health conversation. Okay. And uh, I want to say August of 2021, so, you know, a little bit after your podcast still, Mm -hmm. I met with my doctor and we just finally talked about it. I said, hey, doc, it feels like I got 20 TVs going on in my head all the time. I'm getting to about 90%, can't get it in the end zone. And, you know, nobody really notices because I'm extremely high functioning. Yes, sir. And I always get it done just in time. Yes, sir. But I really felt like I had too much pressure on me and I wasn't really focused. And, you know, I was actually officially diagnosed with ADHD okay. and given medication mm-hmm. um, to kind of control it. And mm-hmm. since then, I feel like my conversations with my wife, my conversations with others, and then really my ability to start and finish tasks, mm-hmm. you know, is much easier to accomplish. So uh, I'm going to give a shout out. Hey, if anybody out there struggling and thinking, hey, it's a gift to have your brain going crazy. It is. But let me tell you. I'm down from 20 TVs at a time to about five TVs, which is still more than most people have. But the amount of things I can get done, the meaningful relationships and the tasks I can accomplish make me feel uh, much more accomplished. And if you can believe that, I could do a lot before, but uh, mental, uh, you know, illness is real. And uh, it's not always, uh, you know, something that, you know, and that you see. And Mm -hmm. that's why we call those things blind spots. That's right. Because there's spots that you don't see that maybe somebody else does. So never be afraid to ask about it. I love it, man. You know, I was uh, having a conversation in my uh, intro episode. Okay. um, And it was just a solo conversation, just talking to the camera, talking to the audience. Right. And, And I was talking about how difficult April and May were for me after a really strong March, mm-hmm. right? I crushed it in March, right? I'm out mm-hmm. there emceeing everything. You saw me at the yeah. Heroes of Vista. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was just so many things going on. I was at a panel here. I'm over here doing this, mm-hmm. you know, and I just had to take a mental break, man, yeah. you know? And so I'm talking, you know, it's, it's mental health in general is just so important, right? Yeah. It's not always a diagnosis of this or that, but hey, you don't want that time when that snaps on you and then you got to sit down for a while. Yeah. You know? And there are professionals out there. That's right. And they have real knowledge on mm-hmm. how to fix things, you yeah. know. So um, you heard me say earlier, I got a 25 year wedding anniversary coming yes, up. Uh, we go to marriage counseling. I'm Good. not ashamed. We Good. go all the time. I yeah. mean, sometimes twice a month. Sometimes we'll skip a month. But okay. I have an amazing marriage counselor. Mm-hmm. And I consider it like the gym for my marriage. Beautiful. Because when you speak to somebody so often, it's really hard to slow down and listen mm-hmm. and allow them to speak. Yeah. And my therapist isn't afraid to tell me to shut up. That's and, right. okay. and when my wife says it, I take it personally sure, because that's sure. somebody that I love yeah. and she shouldn't treat me like that. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a therapist situation, it really helps things. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, you know, you believe in your marriage, you believe in your wife, there's some things that are frustrating. Don't let them build up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the key to a good, you know, marriage, I think we probably talked about it, the vitamin C's of relationships, yes, sir. you know, yes, sir. communication, commitment and compromise. But yeah. communication's a big one. So. I love it, man. I love it, man. Now, speaking of family. Go ahead. You're a grandfather now. Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> you know what's funny, Z? It's like everybody asks you, hey, what's your nickname going to be? Like, okay. you going to be Pappy or okay, you're going to okay. be Papa or whatever. Uh, sure. I'm Grandpa Joe. Man. That's what's up. Like, I didn't think I was going to make it to 40, oh, <laughs> you know, man. just because I, you know, you have those thoughts when you're a kid. And okay. 
the older I get, uh, the more established I am and the bigger my family grows. Yeah, the I bigger your heart is. That's what too, it's all man. about, man. Yeah, that's man. what it's all about. Exactly. Congratulations to you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. I see some of those pictures on social media and everything, and I could just mm-hmm. tell how excited you are every oh, yeah. single time. Blair Payton Stocks is Shout the new out Blair. key to my heart. Shout out, Blair. <laughs> and if you didn't know, because you guys all might just be regular dads, you might not be a dad at all, right? <laughs> but Grandpa, okay, they call you that because it's a thousand times better than being a regular pa. That's what the grand's for. I had no clue. But now I know. So there you, you go. figured it out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's not magic. It's math. Exactly. It's a grand. Come on. My favorite candy bar, 100 grand. Like, grand. Come That's on. Right. That's right. Um, uh, so if, if, for those of you guys that don't know, Yes. Uh, Joe Green is also the city councilman in Vista. That's right. Uh, since 2016. That's right. Okay. Uh, how's that been going? Now, I know we all know Joe's always going to represent Vista. You guys see the hat. Of course. You that's know. right. Joe uh, Green and, and I'm talking about worldwide because I've seen that right. hat in pictures and you in Italy. That's right. This hat goes Vista, Spain, France, that's Amsterdam, right. Germany, <laughs> Norway, Sweden, Represent you name it. We hold time. Vista down. Uh, uh, Vista is my home. And sure. uh, the reason why I serve on the city council mm-hmm. is because uh, Vista is my home. And I might have used this analogy before where I think Vista is like my little sister. Okay. And, uh, you know, your little sister is not perfect by any means. Mm-hmm. And you see her flaws regularly, but you're the only one allowed to talk bad about your little sister. <laughs> and when somebody else talks bad about your little sister, you get a little upset, but you want to make sure you fix that because again there's blind spots so mm-hmm. um things are going really good when i was elected in 2016 the election was at large and in 2018 we changed vista to districts mm-hmm. so now vistas actually broke up into four different districts right. and district when two, i right? exactly uh-huh. when i was re-elected in 2020 i was re-elected to my district in district two mm-hmm. um it's changed a little bit um for me as far as i do concentrate a little bit more on my district and like the north side of vista which mm-hmm. You know, I think that's why you break down issues into districts because they're microcosms of communities. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, the district breakdown, initially you're a little skeptical, like everybody is with Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like we're getting good focused impacts in the districts that were either underserved um, or that maybe, you know, didn't realize they were underserved. You know, Um, and the south side of the area in Shadow Ridge, everybody thinks it's uh, rosy. You know, everything's Mm -hmm. fantastic. But that Shatter Ridge Drive has people speeding down there all the time. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple real bad accidents at Melrose and Shatter Ridge Drive. Uh, that Melrose corridor is always backed up over there. That's and right. having somebody dedicated to say, hey, what are we doing for traffic flow? What are we doing for smart light timing? All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, since we met last, yeah. we did install our smart traffic signal system. So okay. that's a big thing because people want to get home to their families. Yeah. Yeah, and that might be not be something that people can see just driving, but you, you're fixing problems even behind the scenes. <laughs> exactly, and that's a lot of what government is, is doing things behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know, uh, you know, where your stuff goes when you flush it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. You don't know that we've been uh, fighting with Carlsbad for about four years trying to get our waste treatment plan fixed over there. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. We're, we're making it happen, and yeah. we get it treated for you, and you haven't had any issues at home. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but that's a huge issue when it looks at CIP projects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, our roads are getting in the city of Vista. Right. And good roads are a big deal. You know, okay. San Diego, a lot of complaints about potholes and things. Right. So quality of life issues are things that a lot of people, uh, you know, take for granted. Mm-hmm. And there are things that we we hope that you take for We want you to expect it from us mm-hmm. because Vista needs to be a town that people are excited to go to. That that's when right. they drive into their town, mm-hmm. they feel like they're home. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is definitely a, that kind of home. This is definitely that kind of community. I've been living here 
going on four years now. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's a place where you stay. Like exactly. you were saying earlier, you know, you enjoy it and you stay. Yeah, this you know? used to be more of a just sleep community, I would say. Mm. And I used to have to take my wife. I mean, I've married since 98. We used to have to go to Carlsbad or mm. San Marcos for food. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get a good meal anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, now in Vista, we have a lot of new restaurants and we're attracting a lot of talent. You know, we mm-hmm. got, got a lot of good breweries out here, which is attracting a lot of people from out of town. And we got a lot of new housing options for people and as you know, I mean, there is a housing crisis mm. right now, not only from the affordability standpoint, but just median income families mm. trying to find places to live in Southern California. Yeah. And inventory is low. Uh, you know, inventory, inventory is low. And as a government, it's our job to provide affordable options as mm. much as we can working with our developers, you mm-hmm. know, while in turn improving our community. That's because right. Because those developers do bring funds in. You know, to provide programs and infrastructure improvements. So, so what's the outlook like? What, what are we talking for, oh, man. for Vista, for North County? Mm. Oh, I hope that wasn't you, a nervous slurp. No, man, I'll tell you what. Vista's <laughs> looking great, man. It was a dry mouth slurp. Uh, you know, when I t- my wife tells me I get white in the corners when I start talking. I'm, I know it's not on video. Maybe it is. Mm. But, you know, things are going great. We have an extremely diverse council now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, you know, the more diversity that you have um, on your council, the better results you're going to have for your city. Because mm-hmm. I have two um, ladies on my council who are, I think they're either both under 30 or real close to 30, you know. Okay. Uh, both products of Vista, okay. both Hispanic ladies live in two different sections, and they meet with a different uh, demographic and a different resident than mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. because one was a social worker. The other one was a, a urban farmer and deals with climate action. You know, right. I'm a businessman. I do That's real right. estate. I That's do right. math and numbers and That's stuff. Right. That's right. So it's so good to have somebody saying, hey, Joe, the tree canopy in Vista sucks. Mm-hmm. When I walk to the bus stop, I'm burning up mm-hmm. and we're planting trees in parks that don't even need to be there. Mm-hmm. When we got our residents burning up on the sidewalks with no urban tree canopy. Mm-hmm. What are we doing about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I haven't ridden the bus in a long time. Karina rides the bus and jumps on the train all the time. Love it. Regardless of your politics, man, having boots on the ground at home, trying out the things you're investing money in and making sure that they're not messed up mm-hmm. is a really fantastic thing. I agree with you. You know, um, what I would compare it to, I, I, I talk a lot about networking, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I talk about networking, I like to talk about um, the different businesses and industries, right? And mm-hmm. so I see sometimes where people try to network and it's just like a group of doctors. Yeah. You know, a group of lawyers. But so much better networking comes out when you have a doctor, a lawyer, a real estate. You know, so I'm, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So the diversity that you're talking exactly. about is so important because yeah. now we can all share our experiences and actually get somewhere. Exactly. And, the, you know, the thing with uh, diversity, you know, is everybody everybody talks about it, you know. But, you know, one of the best quotes that I heard and I wrote it down because, you know, you got to have good quotes. Uh-huh. and. You know, the quote that I've been using um, lately about diversity and diversity and inclusion, okay? When I was on PTA, that was my focus is, hey, man, I didn't have a dad, Mm -hmm. period. So I want more dads involved. I want more color involved. I want to see people who look like me, who talk like me, who speak like me. I don't know any doctors or lawyers, you know? So, um, you know, diversity and inclusion was a big focus of the parent-teacher organization, the PTA, Parent-Teacher Association, Mm -hmm. so that kids could see the diversity, not only in their school, but in their community at large. Mm-hmm. And the more and more we talked about it and we chipped away at it, we kind of got this analogy and it goes, diversity is being invited to the party. 
inclusion is being asked to dance. All right. 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 And everybody says, hey, I'd love to have a liberal perspective on the board. I'd love to have a younger woman's perspective on the board. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to take their opinions. They don't want to dance with them. You know Uh, what I mean? uh, Like, uh, you know, I have two fairly conservatives on one side and I have two fairly, uh, you know, non-conservatives on the other side. And I consider myself just a moderate vista dude, you know? Yeah. But we can learn a lot from each other. And I really feel like having that diversity and really dancing with both of them, you know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, Mm -hmm. this is diversity, but it's also inclusion. Yeah. Because, you know, you serve a population that I don't know a lot about. You Mm -hmm. serve a population I don't know a lot about. But together we serve Vista. That's right. And we got to dance together. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't get anything out of just statistics, right? The statistics is we got two women and we got two men. So then we're good. You know, we got, yeah. you know, two people of color. Yeah. We, got, we got two Hispanics on the so council. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where's the conversation? Exactly. You know, it's not just that they're there. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of people, when they're trying to solve the diversity issue, it's just about the stat. Yeah. How many of who's okay, then we're good. Yeah. It's even about an <laughs> equity issue, you know, like mm-hmm. people, die, you know, people, we might have diverged a little bit, but people, you know, equate equity to racial color, you know, in a lot of cases. And don't get me wrong. Racial inequities are very true, but there's also different types of social inequities. That's and, right. you know, last night when we were talking about, you know, at our council, we talked about equity as a whole when it comes to cultivation and mm-hmm. cannabis dispensaries and retail businesses. What type of equity do we have in that business? A lot of different populations, regardless of your skin tone, have been disenfranchised by the marijuana industry. Absolutely. Whether you're in jail for it or you lost your job, you got kicked out of the military, you lost a city job. Like there's a lot of people who considered disenfranchised that have nothing to do with the pigment of your skin or your religious beliefs or your sexuality or anything. And when we get on those topics, it's very important that people understand equity goes across the board, but it does, it shifts for different, you know, issues like, that's right. because there have, there's different, there's different levels of equity in different areas. For instance, last night we had somebody speak about equity in the sheriff's department. Okay. Okay. In the San Diego County Sheriff's department, there used to not be a whole lot of color, not a lot of African-Americans, not a lot of Hispanics. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot of complaints as you should, considering our population is extremely diverse in the county. Mm-hmm. Well, now when you look at it, um, the San Diego County Sheriff Department has integrated a lot more um, diversity within their ranks. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at the higher ranks, that diversity isn't there as equally. Absolutely. And they say, well, it used to not be there. And now since we have it in the lower ranks, they're eventually rise up to those ranks. Uh-huh. Well, that in itself is evidence of an equity issue Sure, is because if it's not equal at the top, it, you know, it's not equal all over, you know? So it's just cool to kind of like get into that. And you know, everything's so political these days and yeah. equity doesn't have to be political. It goes down to like, Hey, check it out. Like, who should we be taking care of? Who's who's not who doesn't have a seat at this table mm-hmm. and how can we get them there? Who's never had a seat at this table mm-hmm. and how can we get them there? Yeah. So I'm um, glad that you're having that conversation. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. It's, it's so important. Right? It really you is know, because um, folks need to be pulled up, you know, sometimes, you yeah. know, you need to have that open mind. But I think that there are a lot of folks that are just saying, I don't want to do that at all. Like yeah. I, I'm, I want to keep them down, you know, and it's so old way. Yeah. yeah. And so because of that mentality, pretending like you is eventually going to be diverse or you'll eventually get that job. Let's mm-hmm. just stop pretending. Just exactly. say it out loud. Exactly. You, don't, you don't want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what it comes down to in some cases is it's change, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't favor you. 
And when change doesn't favor you, mm-hmm. all the withams of the world, the what's in it for me's, sure. realize <laughs> that, hey, there's nothing in this for me other than I'm giving up a stake of my claim. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not good for me because I don't fit into that category. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's that's what services. That's okay? right. I mean, I put others above myself in the hopes that at the end of the day, you know, they'll glorify the dude I work for, you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. but also know that I'm here to serve the city. That's and right. like, it's not about Joe Green by any mm-hmm. means, but at the end of the day, they got a councilman in Vista, you know, a council member in Vista. Okay. Yeah. Not about being a council man or a woman. That's it's right. about being a council member in Vista yes, doing a great job. Yes, sir. With no name, because check it out. We got great businesses. We got great revenue. We got people smiling. Mm-hmm. And we got new residents who are like, I see how you would never want to leave this place. Right, right, right. And that's what it's all about. So the future is bright and vista. Man, the future is so bright. The diversity that we have here, although it might seem a little tense at times, uh, you've, you've heard that as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Yeah. It's hard to sharpen iron. You mm-hmm. got to chink away at it to sharpen it up. Yeah. And that's what we're doing in Vista is we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of old ways of thinking, a mm-hmm. lot of new ways of thinking. And then kind of a lot of us in the middle that are just trying to mesh both of them to provide the best Vista. I and it. I think what you see is what you're getting and people are liking it. Hi, I'm Rachel Belt, president and CEO of the Vista Chamber of Commerce. Over the last 20 years, I've had the privilege of living and working in Vista, and I've met some amazing people with amazing stories, and I'm thrilled to bring them to you as part of Velocity, the Vista Chamber podcast, where I interview the movers, shakers, and changemakers impacting the Vista community and beyond. I hope you'll join me as we journey together to hear the stories of the people doing amazing things for our town. Velocity, the Vista Chamber podcast. Find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Hello friends, this is Joe Samo from the Samo Law Group. I am the host of Run It By My Lawyer. Over the years, I've had so many people that have had legal issues and legal questions and legal concerns. And I always, over the more than 20 years, I've been telling people, before you sign anything, before you do anything, if you have a problem, just run it by my lawyer, <laughs> right? Just run it by me. And now I have a podcast doing just that. You can call me, you can email me, any questions you have. I love hearing from people and answering legal questions. And on our podcast, we've talked about uh, everything from free speech, uh, gun rights, you know, anything you want to discuss, employment rights, everything. So you have an issue, you know, run it by my lawyer and watch this podcast. You'll be entertained and you'll learn the law. Love to see you. You can find me anywhere, okay? Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, whatever you want. And if you can't find me on some platform, let me know and I'll come find you. All right, thank you. I know you wasn't expecting this type of commercial of another podcast coming in. But whoever you were listening to, they're irrelevant at the moment. What I'm saying right now is we have a brand new podcast that you should stop listening to whoever you're listening to in this moment (laughs) and listen to us (laughs) at Odd Pairing. It is about adult beverages and Wait, Paige. I'm supposed to tell you about that. And Paige is going to tell you a little bit so more. So it's adult beverages, mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. community, culture, and basically anything else we find interesting through drinking. Yeah. And as you can see, we've been drinking a lot today um, because we already did episodes. So at any time you guys can find us when you finish with this podcast whoever you listen to mm-hmm. you can find us at YouTube you can find us on Spotify and iTunes and anywhere else you get your Instagram podcast stuff 
And you can also find us on Instagram where you will find hilarious memes and some snippets from our show at Odd Pairing Pod. Cheers. Cheers. Ignoring squeals and warning lights on your car is not a good way to lower the cost of owning it. And going without essential business insurance is not a good way to save money in your business. What we know for sure is doing either will cost you more than you will save in the short and the long run. With YourInsurancePlace.com, you can trust the specialists to help maintain your cars and avoid major expenses. Business owners should look to business insurance specialists when it comes to finding competitively priced quality insurance coverage for their businesses. At YourInsurancePlace.com, we specialize in workers' compensation, general and professional liability, employment practices and cyber liability, property owner policies, and bonds for most types of businesses. YourInsurancePlace.com knows that we can help. If you're uncovered, need to lower the cost of your current insurance, or need better coverage, we can help. YourInsurancePlace.com has been helping businesses for close to 40 years. If you need a quote on your insurance, call us now at 858-569-8100 or find us at YourInsurancePlace.com. We are business insurance specialists ready to help. Hi, I'm Jeff Fox, founder of Star Fox Media. We're a digital marketing and video production company that focuses on serving small businesses here in Vista, California. We have the team and all of the equipment necessary to produce, film, edit, and distribute your podcast to as many people as possible. For more information, you can reach out to us via email at info at starfox.media or give us a call at 760-385-3117. Let Star Fox Media help you tell your brand story today. Well, you know what's also great in Vista, though, is uh, the real estate. Now, oh, now yeah. you... Uh, mm-hmm have been a real estate mogul since what? <laughs> 97 97 so you, you say mogul i mean you know like, can i not use that word for you no 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 mogul no? you gotta have like you gotta have multi-story buildings with no, your I, name I, on I, it. I feel like um i'm gonna use the word for you <laughs> no i no i appreciate that but um you know pat yourself on the back a little bit Thank man you, 25 sir. years right with your yeah, uh, man. licensed real yeah. estate this year in november mm-hmm. uh i actually uh got my license uh just a couple of days before, a couple of days after my 18th birthday, I want to say. Okay. And uh, yeah, so. That's such a big step. Yeah. Man. And and I wasn't, I didn't make money at the time, mm-hmm. but I got the license so that I had the license and, and I learned the ropes. I was a transaction coordinator for a while. Mm-hmm. I answered phone calls. Yeah. You know, I believe in business. The first voice that you hear is the best voice they should hear. Yeah. And you yeah, know, yeah. you need to hook them when they call. Mm-hmm. So I always want to be that guy like, hey, thank you for calling Homes in North County. This is Joe. How can I help you? Yeah, uh-huh. And we actually put a magazine out of homes that were already sold. And I'd have to explain to people why we did that. And uh, mm-hmm. sometimes people were mad, but it was cool. And I'll tell you what, over the last 25 years, I've watched real estate uh, in Vista go from prices, <clears throat> you know, as high as, uh, you know, in the late 80s, uh, you know, prices were 400 and some odd thousand over off of eucalyptus. Mm-hmm. Then they drop way down in the mm-hmm. early 90s mm-hmm. where you could buy that same house for $199,000. Mm-hmm. And just now at the top of the market, you get that same house for about $950,000. Wow. So over the last 25 years, I've watched people, you know, build wealth in Vista, number one, that I've been selling houses to. But I've also watched the real estate market multiply about five times what it was before. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 500% improvement on market value mm-hmm. 
over 25 years. Like that's, that's a great investment. Yeah. Now you now that's one thing to say you witnessed it, but you also took part of it. I mean, this show's a business lesson, right? This show is to, you know, talk to the aspiring entrepreneur and just kind of give them some advice on how to get to where they, they want to go. Right. You started, yes. you started getting that license back at 18. Yeah. Then we're also talking to current business owners, right. Yeah. And, and explaining to them that, Hey, we know it's a long haul, but you know, let's keep it going. So 25 years later, how did you get from there to here? Man, I'll tell you what, uh, hard work. Okay. Yes, There's sir. no substitute for hard work, man. You know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily I was blessed with talent and hard work. Yes, sir. And, uh, those two things that made me what I feel like a above average leader mm-hmm. and a great employer and a great worker. So, mm-hmm. um, a wife, and having a purpose, you know, mm-hmm. it's not about making money. And that's something that you realize the older you get. Like, hey, if I just had 10000 in the bank, 20000 bank, 30000 sure. there's no number you could put in there that's going to change who you are. And there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be a number because second you change who you are and give up what you're fighting for. Well, why did you even fight for it? Yeah. So uh, things have changed for me perspective wise, and it's really allowed me to look at business from a 40,000 foot perspective Mm -hmm. instead of from the guy sitting at the table saying, Hey, I got to get five lists of houses out by five so I can go see my buddies at five 30 to play basketball. Okay. You know, now I look at it like, Hey, what kind of money do I got coming in six months, 12 months, you know, 18 months down the road. Mm -hmm. And it's allowed me to diversify a lot. So, you know, I got a GLC commercial consulting. I got a Unite Pacific gentleman that I'm working with, with Mm -hmm. different types of commercial design, residential design, Mm -hmm. West Coast financial, uh, you know, homes and loans. Yeah. Green Team Realty. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, working on some YouTube stuff and uh, just a bunch of stuff with my with my crew. I got six good agents working. And when you diversify more, Mm -hmm. no matter what the market is, it gives you the ability to still provide. You winning. You winning, man. man. You win. And so staying motivated, though. I mean, so now the diverse mm. now diversifying, I guess that kind of helps with that. Right. Because now you just you're you're waking up again. You're a baby all over again. You're, you're switching into, exactly. the, you know, these other uh, avenues. Exactly. So uh, but how after all these 25 years, how, do you, how does a, a business owner stay motivated? So the way that they stay motivated is they stay hungry. You yeah. know, is you stay hungry and you maintain purpose. So, you know, you heard Zeke say earlier, I'm a grandpa. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want wealth like I used to want wealth. Okay. I want to try to obtain generational wealth like I've seen other people have. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I didn't get to get to go to the snow until I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. When kids would go to Big Bear, mm-hmm. Big Bear, man. Yeah. I was like, what snow summit? I'd love <laughs> to go to snow summit. Uh-huh. But that was my idea of wealth back then. And if I could just get enough money to buy a snowboard, and that was 18, I was snowboarding like, yes, isn't that? So, mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, I really feel like you, you have to change your purpose and you have to find purpose. Yeah. So for me, my purpose is my kids, my grandkids, and really creating something for them so they don't have to struggle like I struggled. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't struggle, that's fantastic. I'm not saying you have sure, to struggle sure. in order not to struggle, but know that a struggle is real. And that when people say they're fighting for diversity and inclusion and equity and things like that, it's because something happened that they think they were overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I opened up on the day I said a meeting a while ago about uh, sexual abuse that uh, came on me as a child Mm -hmm. uh, being a a 
a child of a single parent mm -hmm. that worked a whole lot and having mm -hmm. friends and, uh, you know, not being home. I was a latchkey kid is what they called you back then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I never really, you know, told anybody about it or did anything about it. Never yeah. realized like what type of effects it had on me until I got married and, you know, started talking to my wife and things. But, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that happen to people who don't have people to just talk to. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a man I could trust. Right. Until my mom married my stepdad. Right. And it took a little bit for me to even trust him. Sure. Because my father left when I was young, even though I had to visit, you know, during the summer, it still wasn't that bond. Right. But to be, you know, molested as a child by somebody's older brother that you respect, it's a man. And, you know, at that point, I thought all men were great and all men were help, you know. And then, you know, somebody like that that doesn't have somebody. So that's somebody, in my opinion, I lived on East Los Angeles Street in Vista. Mm -hmm. I had a scholarship to the Boys and Girls Club, okay? Mm -hmm. I had no adults in my life. So therefore, right now, I know some of those kids in that my area, not that they're dealing with the same issues, but they're dealing with an issue of not having availability to somebody who wants to help. Mm -hmm. They don't have positive influences. And that is an equity issue because right. we need to pro provide a community center over there at Luz Duran Park. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to have more good influences and we need to spend money if that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. We now have ambassadors in Vista mm -hmm. that Wednesday through Sunday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. They're walking around our downtown area yeah. just checking in. That's right. Do you need directions? Yeah. Are there pictures? Are you OK, little boy? Are you, right. you know, like. They'll talk to anybody and there's three of them. People you can just trust. To, you can trust them. They got the shirts on and stuff. And, you know, we need more of that and you need more purpose. And I would say, you know, my purpose is to just make sure that people don't go through what I went through. I love and it. if they're going through what I went through, know that there's help out there yeah. and that people genuinely care. Mm -hmm. And there's also funding for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Money blinds people. Hey, I can't pay my rent next month. I'm going to get evicted. I can't pay my electric bill next month. I'm going to get evicted. I have nobody to call. Mm -hmm. Call Joe Green. 760-639-6130. All right. We have funds allocated for housing assistance. Part of our master plan to prevent homelessness is to help with transitional housing and to help with financial needs when you're on the verge of getting evicted for something small. Right. A lot of people who lose their housing lose it for less than three or four grand. Right. And we have grants from the state, from the feds set aside so that our Vista residents can maintain a certain sense of security in the homes they live in. Mm -hmm. That's big stuff, man. And I, I got evicted from five places growing up and electric shut off, water shut off. Like people don't have to deal with that anymore. I hear you, man. And That's you know what? I really appreciate you sharing, man. Mm -hmm. All of that. You understand me? I'm telling mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. I want you to be, you know, I want you to be clear, man. Go I, ahead, I appreciate you, you sharing that. Yeah, right? that's a big thing, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It can have a major effect on your life. Mm -hmm. man. And so, uh, but um, I'm happy to see where you are right now. Yeah, well, yeah. it doesn't make you less of a person and it doesn't make you matter less. And it doesn't mean you can't be a heck of a strong individual that's right. that's and right. make a big difference. But you also are turning the tables, right? Heck Giving yeah. back to the, yeah. to the youth and the kids and stuff. Exactly. And so now- there's that balance, though, right? Because you're a biz, big, busy businessman. Oh, yeah. It's like you got schedules. family. Yeah. You know, and, and their family's so important. To of course. You, you know, and so how, how do you balance all of that? You know, well, for me, it's it's scheduling, you know, yeah. and I, before. Oh, wait a minute. The, yeah, I remember you used yes. to schedule a phone call with your mom. But I'll tell you, yeah. and I still do. Every Wednesday, you best believe, 7.30 in the morning, mama heard me tell her I love her. That's and I do boy day and stuff like that still. Mm -hmm. So a lot of his calendar, but I'll tell you what, man, getting my ADHD in check okay. helped tremendously. Okay. Um, all those things I did before were what my doctor called ticks to mm. kind of make sure that I wasn't losing track of what I was supposed to do. 
So now, I mean, I still keep my calendar, but I just think about what makes me happy and what brings me true joy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So happiness is temporary. Joy is permanent. Mm -hmm. And knowing that I'm making a difference in people's lives brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, having a good dinner makes me happy. Okay. Okay. So I kind of try to specify like, hey, today, are we going to do things that make us happy? Are we going to do things that are joyful? Right. And you have to have a family that understands and a wife that supports you. Um, my wife isn't a outgoing public speaking, let me share my life with you type of woman. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful woman and I love her heart and she's very kind. Yeah. Um, but she balances me out and Mm -hmm. she lets me know, you know, you have to say no, Mm -hmm. you can't say yes to everything. Okay. Because if you're saying yes to everything, then you are saying no to somebody without even knowing it. And sometimes that's your family. Okay. I hear that. I hear that, man. I love it. So, um, but, you know, what I really like about that, though, too, is kind of kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, which is about finding purpose. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You found your purpose. And yeah, that's man. what's keeping you exactly. motivated. And that can be in business as well. So exactly. After all this time in business. Um, yeah. Do the challenges change for you? So, you know, and, and, you know, I, I talk a lot about personal stuff and not a lot about business stuff. And because I want a lot of people to know, as you've heard the saying is not business is personal. Mm-hmm. Your business should be personal. Mm-hmm. OK. And uh, I, I do understand the saying of I don't take business personally, because like if deals fall out of escrow and sure, stuff, sure, I'm not going sure, home and sure. crying. Yeah. But I care about my clients feelings, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the key to being successful in business is taking your business personally, Okay, taking your business and making your business be a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like my business name isn't, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, Wacom Sakum Realty, you know, it's mm-hmm. Green Team Realty. Yeah, that's my your name. On it. That's a part of me, yes, you know. Yes, so when somebody talks about Joe Green and Green Team Realty, I need them speaking good about me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, every time I deal with a client, whether I'm going to make money off of them or not, and I don't do rentals, but you best believe I find everybody rental properties, you know, mm-hmm. and I have doors that I manage. There's things I say I don't do. I don't do commercial, but I'm going to help my parents with their commercial, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, really loving what you do and making sure that you take it personally mm-hmm. and that you really believe that it does matter. And yeah. if you don't love what you do and you're not taking it personally, find what that is, because <laughs> I hope you feel the passion in my voice. I hope mm-hmm. you feel the love I have for my city, mm-hmm. the love I have for service, the love I have for my community and the love I have for selling homes and loans. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it is a part of me and I care about mm-hmm. it. And in order to be successful, you have to care. So if you're waking up every day, you're opening your business, like oh, I hate opening this business every day. Find what you like. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. told Zeke a while ago, we had a little conversation. What's my dream job. We're going to put on this podcast right here. If anybody could get me my dream job, here we go. I want to be, man. I would like to be a U.S. ambassador for the United States of America. Mr. Ambassador Joseph W. Green. And you say, hey, what country do you want to be an ambassador for? Again, you got to start somewhere, man. Mm -hmm. I'll intern in Sri Lanka if I got to, (laughs) you know. I am the American dream. Yes, sir. America is an amazing place to live. We've come a long way as a country in the years where it's come from from diversity and inclusion and equity. And we got a lot of jacked up people saying a lot of jacked up stuff right now. Mm -hmm. But the truth is the community we live in allows you the opportunity to be what you want to Mm -hmm. open a business, to earn what you can based off how hard you work, Mm -hmm. and to establish and build relationships with who you want based off of whatever you want to base those relationships off of. That's right, that's right. And there's no other country in the world that allows you to be that free. Mm -hmm. And that freedom is what allows us to be who we are. And I might not like what you say all the time, Zeke. Okay. You might not like what I say all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
But as a person in America, I'll fight for you any day of the week, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I love who you are, and I love that we're all Americas. That's right. And that's why I think a U.S. ambassador is another thing I'm passionate about. So it's the only job I could think of other than, and mind you, today's not the day for that job. But it's the only other job I could think of I would love that much. Yeah, Ambassador Green. There you go. Hey, man, it's got a good ring to it. I love it, man. Tell them. I love it. I'm here for you, man, 100%. And yeah. you heard it here first. I'm glad. That's what Thank I like you for hear. now. You know, you did tell me that before, but I wasn't going to share. No, I need <laughs> you to share. You know, it's one of those dreams. I mean, yeah, I don't no, want to be the president of the United States by any means. You know? I just didn't want to get ahead. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. But I'm telling you, like, uh, yeah, I'll get a resume and we'll see how it goes. I love it, man. You know, because I was just going to ask you what the five year plan is. Because, you know, you either planning or you're retiring. That's business. Yeah. That's, that's life. Yeah, that's, no. So, that's what it is. So, and that's a great question. What's uh-huh. the five year plan? So, mm-hmm. 2024, my service is a council ends in district two. Um, as of right now, I have no plans for rerunning for office. Okay. Um, simply because at that point in time, my son is going to be in his junior year of high school. And as I told you previously, every Wednesday since my son was born has been boy day. Mm-hmm. I've maintained an amazing relationship with my son. And I feel like his junior year and senior year in high school, you know, that's not where you want to get away from your kids, man. Yeah. That's when you want to lean in a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you don't get the ball to the red zone and not put it in the end zone. Yes, sir. I've worked on my son my whole life and I really want to be there for him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I wasn't, unfortunately, the last six years when I was an elected official, I missed a lot of stuff with my daughters as they were graduating high school and going into college. And Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I was a present dad as much as I could be. But, you know, at the age I am, having a grandkid and having a son, so probably uh, public service. I won't be an elected official, I would say, in 2025, Okay, but I plan on, you know, being on a lot of boards and serving my community as much as I can. Yeah. I can actually have more of an opinion, believe it or not, yeah, being yeah. an elected official. So I was going to say, in 2025, yeah. you come back and tell us more about it. 2025, I'll come back, tell you more about it. And uh, from a business sense, my son-in-law works for me now. Uh, I got a cousin on staff. Mm-hmm. I got three other really good agents. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to slow down and take a little bit off of my plate and allow them to do a little bit more. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, not retiring by any means because I live in Southern California <laughs> and I do still have a mortgage, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely slowing down now because I've I've been working, you know, 28 years, man, from five in the morning till 10 at night. It's a lot it. of hours to put in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But so, you still got a plan, though. I still got a plan. Yeah. Oh, and I want to get my handicap under 10 at the golf course. <laughs> so I've always told hey, my... Hey, it's I, a balance. Hey, I told my wife this, and gentlemen, know this. If your handicap is below 10, mm-hmm. you're neglecting your family. Period. <laughs> all right? But if you're semi-retired, okay. uh-huh. it's allowed. It's okay to set goals. It's a, exactly. It's okay to have dreams, you know? So I'm saying there's a chance. Hey, man, you got a book coming? Anything else you want to announce? Let's tell it it now. No, man, no book, nothing too crazy coming. I mean, I just want to tell you guys, if you ever want to reach out, reach me direct. JoeGreen760 at gmail.com is my personal email. There's no filters there. Send it directly to me. Mm -hmm. Um, You can contact me on my cell phone via text or via call, 760-815-4872. Know that I am selling homes and loans to keep the lights on, Mm -hmm. but I'm also there for a good conversation. You just need to talk about something. You need resources. Mm -hmm. Whether you're in the county or the city, my city or not, I don't care, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a good network and helping people is what I do because, uh, you know, bottom line is I'm a dude who who loves a loves a God who made me and has given me more than I deserve. So I want to give back as much as I can. I love it, man. Congratulations to you, man. Congratulations on your good health. Uh, and and keep working on it. Congratulations. Uh, and that's, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that. 
You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I love to see it. I love to see you every time I see you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on being a grandfather. Mm. You know, that's a monster right there. Heck yeah, and, man. Um, Cause just all of your success, man. Heck yeah, man. And the future. And thank thanks you for so coming on the show yeah. and, 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 and making these great announcements and all of this stuff. Hey, man. thank you so much. And you know what, man? Congratulations. Five seasons. Me yeah, and my man. son were looking you up yesterday. And he's, he's like, right. did you know he does have you with season one, episode right. one? And right. there's four seasons. Right. And so he's like, you're either going to be the last one of season four <laughs> or you're going to be the first one of season five, dad. So anyway, man, I appreciate you having me on. And I know we get a little off topic because... You know, like I say, business is personal, and I think business owners need to know that there's a lot of struggles you overcome, but in the end, your purpose is what's most important, and just maintain your your drive and your passion. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for the good word. Alright. So great, ladies and gentlemen. Jose Verde, llamame por favor. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Same Business, Different Day. We truly appreciate your support. Please like, subscribe, and leave a nice comment on all platforms. It really helps our show. The Same Business, Different Day podcast is produced by A Different Day Radio, Star Fox Media, and James Russell.